What the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing is here with us. And it's time for us to talk about all of the movies that we have here. Hi, Steve. Hello. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. Welcome back. I know that you're very excited to uh, to get into this very first movie here. So I will take a quick second to promote the uh, AV Club and our free guy movie. That's uh, that chat's coming up here shortly. So let's get started, shall we? You still have a little popcorn and butter on your chin there. In the movie. <laughs> uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part A. Uh. So wait a minute. There's an elite crew with all the best spider people in it? Uh, who's the new guy? This is unbelievable. This is the lobby. Miguel O'Hara. The whole thing was his idea. What's a guy got to do to join this spider team? You can never be part of this. Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth 1999.99. All right, you were excited about it. Uh, Ryan is nerding out about it right now. He just put on his Spider-Man pajamas even during that trailer. Uh, tell us about the show. Oh, boy. This was, uh, I mean, no word of a lie for me. An absolute masterpiece and this is coming off of a masterpiece because into the spider verse was uh just an incredible uh superhero film but beyond that like an incredibly well done piece of art and uh, a uniquely animated film and this one continues it while also kind of dealing with the repercussions of the first film uh with miles new uh miles morales's new superhero status and and, and the weight of being uh spider-man and what that affects his relationships and everything and also his loneliness that he can't spend time with his friends that he made uh as they're now spread across their own universes but uh it all gets brought quickly together uh in a really cool way i don't want to give anything away about this movie because i think it's uh it's reveals in it are so well done and so beautifully done that uh it's better that people experience it organically but just know that this is possibly one of the best animated films that you're going to see this year oh that's heavy that's the big one mm -hmm. hey from steve stebbing Love it. Yeah. Well, I, and I, and you know, if you look across the internet right now, I'm being, my opinions could be backed up on this too. So I, I'm not, I'm not alone in this chorus saying that, uh, uh, this movie is a masterpiece. Well, we, um, we believe you. We don't need the internet, Steve. Uh, next go. on the list, stevestabbing.ca, by the way, if you want to check out his website, is expectations. Nope. Nope. We don't uh, have an expectations. Oogie. No, that was my expectations for the movie. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. <laughs> well, how about that? All right, there we well, go. Let's do the boogeyman. Katie, there's something in my room. You believe me, don't you? There's no such thing as monsters. You need to grow up. I'm serious, Sawyer. I need to be alone. All right, Steve, uh, tell us about <laughs> your expectations about Boogeyman. Oh, well, see, I, yeah, I didn't get this one screen, so this is an expectations thing. Uh, but it is based on a short story by Stephen King, who, uh, as an author, I credit for giving me my initial love 
for reading because I read everything the guy did. And I remember this story quite well and really enjoyed it. So it's cool that they're finally doing a big screen version of it. And it comes from a guy named uh, Rob Savage, uh, who's the director on it, who's done some really divisive horror films on Shudder uh, with uh, Host, which was made during the COVID era of filmmaking. A really good uh, kind of witch ghost story. And then Dashcam more, more, more recently. So this is kind of getting into a, a, a more traditional narrative feel. And from what I'm reading from friends is uh, the scares are all here and that PG-13 horror is still kind of alive and actually still kind of scary. So uh, if you're a horror fan, uh, check it out for sure. If you're not a horror fan, PG-13 horror is very scary. Just saying. That's where I <laughs> land on that one. Uh, Steve Stabbing is here. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Get onto the Blu-ray Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. We're thieves, but we help the wrong person steal the wrong thing and unleash the greatest evil the world has ever known. The Red Wizards created an army of the undead. Sounds lovely. Quite the opposite. I know I was being ironic. I find irony as a blade that cuts he who wields it most especially. You're not a lot of fun, are you? <laughs> I don't know. It's jokes about English class make me feel funny. <laughs> and this movie, uh, I mean, on the outside and, and in the months leading up to it, had all the markings of being something that could have been terrible. But it is one of the best movies this year. It's really funny. It's fun and exhilarating in its action. And uh, I saw a comparison online to uh, Princess Bride that it kind of has that um that kind of soul to it and i think that dungeons and dragons definitely kind of can be paired with that fantasy that type of comedy fantasy and honestly i want to see more movies like this and i think the cast is great chris pine and michelle rodriguez have maybe never been better than in this film and uh yeah bring it on give me more are you allowed to watch dungeons and dragons on a date or is that like against the rules no, I, I, I think it's because it, it's a comedy at its heart as well, like as as well as being like an action adventure. It's really funny and it's got a great script to it. So I, I think uh, it would make for a good date uh, conversation afterwards, for sure. All right. There you go. Um, Steve Stebbing and 65. You need to be quiet. And move. All right, tell us about 65. Yeah, this is like one of those movies that feels like it would have been made in the 90s and, and become one of those cult hits, like No Escape or something. Um, but basically, you have Adam Driver playing uh, an astronaut that crash lands uh, on on a, a Earth that's uh, 65 million years ago. So he basically crash lands with sci-fi weapons on a planet with dinosaurs. Uh, and trying to survive and get off of that uh, planet and get home. And, I mean, it's a quick, exhilarating hour and 20 minutes and a lot of fun along the way. It's, like, it's, it's big and dumb, sure, but it is really entertaining. And at the end of the game, that's what you go to the movies for, right? So Big and dumb. That's how some of us have survived this long. Steve Sebbing is here. What the <laughs> hell should we watch this weekend? A good person uh, is next on the list.
the woman that died was about to be my sister-in-law. Hi, Dan. I'm worried about you. I want my life back. I want my child back. Tell us about it. Yeah, this is a new movie from writer and director Zach Braff that I really think critics were very hard on. It stars uh, Florence Pugh as a woman whose uh, life is thrown in upheaval when she's involved in a fatal car accident and uh, leads her into a, a spiral of drug addiction and, uh, and losing all of her relationships. Uh, and this movie at its core is about redemption. Um, it's got so much heart and soul to it. And Florence Pugh is just such a strong actress that um, she just she's just mesmerizing every time she's on screen. And uh, I mean, there's many Academy Awards coming to her in the future. And, uh, you know, don't believe the reviews on Good Place. I think it's a really good watch. Uh, some of these Person. shows. Um, what's that? I said good place. I just wanted to correct myself. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you very much. I Sorry, I was talking there. I wasn't listening. Uh, Steve Stebbing is here. I'm Shane Hewitt. Thelma and Louise. Thelma. I'll get it! Thelma, I've not told you. I can't stand it when you holler in the morning. I'm sorry, Thelma. I just didn't want you to be late. Hey, how you doing, little housewife? Louise. Yeah, I still have to ask for if I can go. You mean you haven't asked him yet? Thelma, is he your husband or your father? All right, yeah. throwback, big throwback on that one. Absolutely, and this is, I, I bring in this this week because it's brand new in the Criterion Collection, and the Criterion Collection is usually kind of the, the creme de la creme of like influential films and, and, and big directors and, and foreign films and all this stuff, but every now and then a blockbuster film kind of breaks through, and Thelma Louise is the one recently to do it, and I think it's really deserving of its spot in the Criterion Collection, uh, just being that it's a, it's a it's a woman led movie in 1992 in like kind of like an action adventure genre, which was, I mean, very male dominated. And it was also written by a woman as well. Um, of course, directed by Ridley, Ridley Scott. But uh, I mean, just the, the, the driving force to this, this movie is ladies. And I, I think that it really kind of pushed the envelope and kind of pushed the line mm -hmm. for cinema. We're still definitely not where any kind of legal, uh, equal uh, landscape in films, but uh, Thelma and Louise is definitely a benchmark in that battle. Very cool stuff. All right, stevestepping.ca. Let's try to squeeze in this last one for the TV streaming because uh, I have one for you too. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson, season three. Showtime. We're gonna go nuts. Ha. Ho. Whoa. Ho. Whoa. Ho. Whoa. Say you're sorry. I'm so sick of that. All right, tell us about it, Steve. Uh, sketch comedy from uh, writer and creator Tim Robinson. Uh, I mean, I've been addicted to both uh, the first and second season. I mean, my wife quote it constantly. Um, I, I think that our humors match up pretty closely. And uh, it's like he's picking my brain sometimes. And uh, I've been anticipating this new season ever since the end of the second one. And uh, it's glorious. Each episode short, under 20 minutes. Uh, but it's extremely strange. So uh, keep an open mind. 
Keep an open mind. That's an invite. Uh, Ted Lasso season three series finale hit this week. Did you get a chance to watch it? I have not watched the finale yet. No. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I have to say, and I look forward to talking about this. Hope we can get on it soon is that it is probably the most complete. I mean, it was written for three seasons, done in three seasons. They avoided the temptation of doing more so far. Maybe spinoffs come, sure, but, uh, they have completed it. And it was the first show I think that I've ever watched. Like when I watched How I Met Your Mother, you know, it was good. It was done. And I'm like, yep, I'm done. That was good. Right. But shows like this one are, they're done. They're complete, but you still want more. There's no more to be had, but you still want more. So I look forward to hearing your thoughts on that coming up too. It's very Yeah. Good. I love the show. I love the show because I mean, strength of character, really. Yeah, well, wait till the very last episode and you see Beard in a red thong sitting on Rebecca's counter in the morning. <laughs> it's a it's a moment you cannot get out of your head. That's for sure.